Today is September 10th, 2020. Listeners, you are now listening to The Crow Show, and I'm your host, Torch the Poet. And the young lady I have on for tonight's episode as my guest, um, what captivated me about her was how through her bravery and transparency, um, she expressed how her childhood trauma um, has affected her and her marriage. Um, and I'm not going to, to steal <laughs> uh the moment, if you will, by telling everything that I've read, but um, Katie, I'm honored to have you on, and I and I thank you for accepting my invitation earlier. <clears throat> well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, and I am looking forward to sharing my story with your audience. And I definitely appreciate that. Um, and if you don't mind, um, just kind of kind of giving. Pardon me, I'm tongue tied already, but. And a little nervous. <laughs> um, but if you don't mind being so kind as to provide the listeners, you know, with a little bit about yourself and then the, uh, the behind the scene feel, if you will, of your life as a child. Absolutely. Um, my name is Katie. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm 22 years old. I have two kids. I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. I am currently a stay-at-home mom. And I am married to the love of my life. We've been married three years. Um, we have had a very rocky relationship. And I attribute that to the trauma that I have suffered as a child. I was, I was molested um, all my life. As well as I was actually involved in sex trafficking. Which is something... I don't talk a lot about and mm -hmm. I don't share and there's no pressure and it's something that definitely it's something that definitely needs to be shared more and definitely needs to be about more especially with everything that's going on in the I world agree. right now it's something that people shy away mm -hmm. from talking about and I feel like if more people talked about it there would be more of an awareness of what the true mm -hmm. situation is I, yeah, it's, it's very, it's a hard thing to know that you went through that, but at the same time, it's also a very, it can be very challenging, but at the same time, it can be very personal because if I share my story with out, then I'm, mm -hmm. I can reach someone who possibly is mm -hmm. trying to hold that in and isn't wanting mm -hmm. to come forward. Mm -hmm. So a little bit about my story and my background and where I'm at now in life. Um, my earliest memories was me being locked in a closet and random men coming in and having sex with me. Damn. And, uh, Damn. Damn. <sighs> And um, people paying for it, taking pictures, <laughs> it, and then you know, you hear you're. I was adopted, so then I started thinking, well, I guess this is why my biological family didn't like me because I'm just broken. And then when you hear your adoptive family say, if you don't do it, 
we're gonna leave you. Jeez, fuck. And it's like, okay, so you accept it, even though you know deep down inside, like, it's not okay. But at the same time, you grow up and you think it's so normal that it's okay. And it's very when you're when you're a child you don't know what's right or wrong you just have some sort of idea that it is wrong and it wasn't until i became a mother myself that i finally started to realize that everything that had happened to me was so bad and i think that's what makes me strive so much now is to make sure that i don't have that happen and it makes me a mama bear. A lioness. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very protective. Um, very, very extremely protective. Um, and that, me being molested and random people having sex with me, paying for it, that went on up until I was around 13. Damn. And then... At that point, I was actually sold into sex trafficking. Um, my cousin actually sold me into it. And at that point, I was basically in a organization where it was day in and day out sexual abuse. And it was me fighting other girls for food or me fighting other girls for water. Like we went some weeks without eating without anything like I remember this one time in particular we it was probably a week or so and we had gone without eating and we had got a banana and I remember I was so hungry that I even ate the pill excuse me for for swearing but um, (laughs) a a fucking banana Mm -hmm. yeah that was that was like all we, that was like what I got once a week was a banana. And it sounds no, so stupid no, now, it, but like. It doesn't sound stupid. I, I wish you could see my face and I didn't mean to cut you off. My, my, my mouth is open and I'm a forward, I'm a 420 <laughs> friendly podcast. So I'm smoking right now. Like I, I couldn't even take a pull because I'm just, I'm so disgusted is an understatement and. I, I don't want to come across like a cliche when I say I'm disgusted. I, I am I am fucking mortified. I, I, I as a man, and I, I I feel like damn. Like where the where the, the the hell do people come up with the mindset to do this to another human being of energy, especially a young lady or a young man? Like. Mm-hmm. I, and and yeah. I didn't mean to take over and cut you off. I, I, I just, no, no, no. You are I, fine. I really. I I I, uh, I I just I don't understand that type of type of mindset from from a human being unto another human being of energy. I just don't get that. But please continue before I become a motor mouth. Um. No, but. And that, that's what I question today even is how someone can do that 
and I'm at a point in healing where I finally have come to the understanding that I will probably never have an answer for that and accepting that has not been easy it's been very very challenging but along with it comes the fact that evil people do do evil things and that does not make me bad what has happened to me is not my fault it will never be my fault but what I do with the trauma now and how I process it and how I handle myself that's my responsibility. I, I mean, to me, you are so brave because I definitely did not expect from uh, what I read earlier. Um, it, no, yeah. It makes me, at times, it just, it makes me feel like I'm crazy because it it's so unbelievable at times. Mm-hmm. You know, like what people think of sexual abuse and sex trafficking is not what is not what it always is behind closed doors it's totally something different and see to me to hear i'm sorry go ahead my apologies no 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 you go on um i was just going to say that you know to out of all of my 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 conversations with um, those who, who have experienced childhood trauma, um, you know, it, it it never ceases to to leave me boggled. Like, how in the heck? Like, how do people even let this shit happen? Too, like, you know, if someone did this to my daughter, I would be ready to kill that person. And I, I. Yeah. And I don't like to use the word hate, but I'm sure, surely going to use it now. Um, I'm one stuttering mofo on this this recording. I'm very passionate right now because I think I hate when people stand by and let children and teenagers get treated like what you have gone through. And, and when fucking other adults participate willingly no and and knowingly like man uh, uh, that 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 really burns me on the inside because i'm like yo these type of people are pieces of of shit send their ass off the wall let them sons of bitches fight over there in in foreign countries and shit let them them you know cut their fucking dicks off excuse my french but i i no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And it, it's such a fucked up situation where even the people you're supposed to trust, mm-hmm. you can't trust. And then it, come, it comes into a thing of even now, even after years later, I've been out of this life that almost seven years. It's just like, okay, well, who can mm-hmm. I trust and who yeah, can I trust? Yeah, well, understandably so. And you always have that in the back of your mind. Well, I can't Mm -hmm. trust this person. And for a long time, it was hard for me even to open up about all of this Mm -hmm. to my husband. And slowly but surely, I I started Mm -hmm. opening up. I actually went through about, it was a Mm 13-week program um, for victims of sexual trauma. 
I just completed that in June. Congratulations. And Mm -hmm. thank you. That was, that was a very, very Mm -hmm. big step for me being open and honest. That was truly the first time that I had ever taken Mm -hmm. a step to something for my own Mm -hmm. healing. And I learned through that, that when trauma happens, it doesn't just affect physically. It affects you emotionally. It affects you spiritually. Mm -hmm. It affects everything Mm -hmm. you need. And trauma is Mm -hmm. forever. Trauma just doesn't Mm -hmm. disappear. And I, as I don't know with other survivors, but for me personally, I I always told myself, well, one day it'll just disappear. One day Mm -hmm. it'll be okay. One day I'll get over it. No, that's that's not the truth. It's never going to happen if you don't process it. And if you don't talk about it, and if you don't shut up and take someone else's advice, even if they haven't been through Mm -hmm. it. Now, how do you find this affecting your home life with your husband who in my opinion sounds like he's he's one 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 beautiful pillar of strength and embodies everything that love should be um in your world he he is he has definitely shown me what true love is and what a true father actually looks like he is an amazing mm-hmm. man he is an amazing father mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's not always like that. Yeah. Marriage as is is hard, but then you tack onto it past trauma Mm -hmm. where our sex life was a coping mechanism for me where, okay, I had it ingrained in me. If I have sex, people won't leave me. So I'll do it anytime Mm -hmm. at all. So it created this issue where Intimacy wasn't just intimacy. Intimacy became a coping skill. So we had it. And we had this conversation last night. And it was actually, he recommended it. And it was, let's try to not have sex for six months to a year. And that is the most, you know, it's a very hard mm-hmm. thing Heck yeah. because it I, I can't have a normal relationship I can't have a normal marriage what what average has been mm-hmm. twice but for me to heal for me mm-hmm. to grow and for me to learn I mm-hmm. have to do this even if it means that for a little bit I'm going to be very, feeling very uncomfortable. Now, can I, can, can, can I ask, um, yeah. are you all allowed to implement masturbation as your, your form of release? Um, and I'm not trying to be too personal, we, you know, um, we really didn't get into that mm-hmm. that much. Um, I would say for myself, I am going to stay mm-hmm. away from it. If he wants to masturbate, that is perfectly fine. If he would like to watch porn, that is perfectly fine. I'm not one of these girls who's just like, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very open and that's completely Mm -hmm. fine. But for my well-being, for my mental Mm -hmm. health right now, I need to stay away from all that. And I personally find that very honorable, especially considering that I'm a Scorpio. Um... 
And I think I, I haven't met not one Scorpio who is not a nympho. And I don't mean, you know, going out and sleeping with everybody, but I mean, as far as when you're, you're in a, a loving and monogamous relationship, of course, responsibly being a nympho. Um, I think it, it, it is very powerful when you could eliminate or better yet, suspend the element of physical interaction like that, you know, physically making love, physically having sex, physically just doing everything that involves um, intimacy. And you replace that with a, a, a true connection that's based on verbal and um, sure body language, uh, it's almost like you all are reprogramming in a positive way, in my opinion, at least. Um, reprogramming the dynamic of your your marriage for the better as well, which yeah, I, 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 I really applaud and and think that is healthy. And I think other couples should do that because you know six six months to to a year is is it's a long time. But I'm like you know. Some of you all, including myself, have done fucking probation for 18 months, 24 months, and shit, you didn't have a problem doing that. So to yeah. me, I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I really do applaud you all. Um, and I'm not trying to be a prick when I say that, um, because I think. No, not at I, all. I think something like this is like very mature and and it's it's especially for for him to come up with that like that's very mature but i also think it's it speaks him saying i love you without you know us having to to to, to show it in the bedroom baby you know you mean the world to me and i'm willing to show exactly um exactly. And, and that is something i had never mm -hmm. had and knowing that now it it's like okay i can breathe mm -hmm. a little bit like but at the same time, it's like, okay, he's going to leave. He's going to go out and find Fuck someone no. else. But that's just my Yeah, no, he's not going to do that shit. <laughs> Hell no. No, ma'am. He won't do that. Mm -mm. You got a, you got a great man. You can tell, you know, I mean, you have a great man because he's, he's showing you that your value is far greater than, you know, uh, down there, if you will, with all due respect. So yeah, exactly. yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I, no, I, I commend that brother. That's, that's, that's a, that's a great man right there. Seriously, you know, that's a that's a great man. You better you better hold on to him. <laughs> you know, it, it might it, it might yeah. be rocky here and there, but a man who's willing to say, "Baby, shit, we can put that aside," and I ain't going nowhere. I'm I'm coming home to you. Hell, you got shit. From from a man standpoint, hell yeah, that's a that's a keeper. You better hold on to him, girl. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean that you know you don't find that type of rarity on an everyday basis. So you know, um, so what? This will be the first actual night in until the uh, until the agreement. Yeah, this is the first day of the agreement. Mm -hmm. So yeah, has it been? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can imagine you two like trying not to give that look at each other, like like I fucking want you, I fucking want you too. But shit, the agreement. Um, <laughs> I would definitely say, I definitely say we've had that. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it like spice things up too, though? You know, I would think like the 
in a way it does it's like okay it's like the forbiddenness of it it's like we can't do it so like (laughs) that reminds me of um there's a movie it's 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 old 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 school um it's called stripes with uh bill murray um (laughs) and there's a scene where oh what's his name harold ramus i I think that's his name yeah Mm -hmm. um (laughs) him and the uh the mp him and her they're playing like this game where it's like you can get close with her with your bodies um but the object is not to get too close and touch i'm pardon me it's to get so close that you don't touch and whoever touches loses so like i can imagine you two playing that game and like the like forbiddenness of it all like like i mean i think it's cute i do i think it's cute it's like i mean shit like you 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 know like go go ahead it's definitely something like it's like it's hard but at the same time it's like okay this is just going to bring us closer Mm -hmm. together and i like the fact that your husband acknowledges um which for all of us who have gone through childhood trauma you know certainly being acknowledged was something that we did not experience going through the trauma that we went through so to have your husband certainly acknowledge um you know the the, the trauma that you've gone through to say let's 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 you know let's take that out of the equation i mean uh, you know, I'm not trying to fan out more than you are, but I'm just saying, like, to me, I'm just like, I'm like the sappy Scorpio who loves these type of, like, romantic actions. I don't want to call them gestures because, to me, this is an action. When, you know, mm-hmm. when, when a man or a woman takes it in the name of love like that, that is fucking hot to me. <laughs> like, it is, yo. It's yeah, hot. I agree. It's hot, man. And it's like, you know, like, it, it, fuck, it's like true love does still exist. You know, and in a, in a world yeah. full of freaking COVID I mean, Our story, me and my husband, we actually got married three weeks after knowing each other. Nice. So it, it is definitely a fairy tale type yeah. of situation with us. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, love, you know, like, but, but, but that's where I'm going with that is to, to me, the way that the universe has 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 brought you to where you are now and your 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 level of acceptance to be able to be brave enough to say hey here's my story you don't have to be ashamed you don't have to hide um you don't have to be quiet here's my backdrop to to what I've gone through and look at me now you know like it's it's like the caterpillar in the cocoon breaking out of the cocoon and then becoming this beautiful butterfly like I mean I you know again I really didn't expect to hear what I've heard tonight um, regarding the the trauma pardon me that you've experienced so I always pride myself on not having like a true script because I think that's not really real Um, conversations are better and like I think you are so amazingly, amazingly strong, pardon me. Um, so amazingly brave. And like, man, I, I just, I really applaud the way you've taken your experiences um, 
throughout life, good and bad, and then have, have, have certainly turned it into a great catalyst for that fairy tale that you just mentioned, you know? Um, well, thank you so much. That, that means a lot. No, I, I mean, I really mean it. Like I said, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm over stuttering and fumbling over words, so I definitely don't have some magical script, but I just, you can feel your energy and feel like, 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 like I just, I really, I'm in, I'm in favor of love when it's, when it's pure, real, um, the shit's not fake. Like it's real. You can't even call it shit. <laughs> That's how real it is. Like it's freaking love. And I mean, good for you, you know, seriously good for you, honestly, like, you know, well, like good for you. you. Yeah. It definitely has life. Definitely is not something that is ever probably going to be easy for me. But what life is for anyone. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think in a way, what has happened has formed me into who I am today, which is I'm very strong willed. I'm very, I'm learning to Mm -hmm. say no. And that's something that I was never able to do. So me being able to, make the decision even even now i have a hard time Mm -hmm. making decisions so me making decision to come on your podcast Mm -hmm. tonight that is something that is was a very Mm -hmm. big step and it was a very something Mm -hmm. big for me and it's very empowering for me to be able to speak out and bring awareness to this Mm -hmm. situation yes ma'am i agree that it is happening it's happening Mm -hmm. in your own backyard Mm mm-hmm and it's not something that you're just seeing on on the news. It's actually something that is truly happening and happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's and and you and I I like to make this mm-hmm. example is everyone's like, well, there's slavery isn't a thing anymore. It is. We still have slavery in the United States mm-hmm. today. It is sexual. It is labor. It is. It is mm-hmm. what it is. And there is not going to be someone, you're never going to be able to put a stop to mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. situation. That's mm-hmm. just given. Because there's always going to be evil people out there mm-hmm. to do stuff. But you can educate and you can inform people of what is going on in the world where it is, okay, well, here, here are the warning signs mm-hmm. to look out for. And that's one thing that I like to do is inform young young mm-hmm. women of the potential dangers of what mm-hmm. this is. Don't don't go alone. Make sure your drink is covered. Don't mm-hmm. you know? Stay with a group. <laughs> like it just it can happen so quick, and it can happen. And usually, the people who are involved in mm-hmm. trafficking are people who are friends and family of that person. It's not strangers. And people always like to think yeah. it's a stranger doing yeah. it. No, it could be your own it could be your own brother. It could be your uncle. It could be whoever. Mm. It happens more than people think. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. with that, it comes it comes down to okay who can you trust with yeah. your kids? And the truth is, is you can only mm-hmm. trust yourself with your kid because 
no one is going to treat your kids the way that you treat them. No one's going to make sure that they're protected the way that you treat them. And it's a it's a it's a very hard line because it's like, okay, how do you go on and how do you function when you know this threat is out there, especially when you've been through it, like. Especially when you have a dog who you know, especially because I know I'm a target for this still. So that, I mean, I've cut my hair, I've dyed my hair, I've changed my number five times. Like I still am trying to run from this so I don't get pulled back in, even when there's no potential danger there. But I do this stuff to make sure that me and my daughter, as well as my son, because Mm -hmm. it does happen to boys as well but it's mostly just talked about and girls because that is who they want the most but it is something that more people need to have an awareness of and I I think that it I think it should be talked about more and I think it should be included in sexual education in high school as well about the potential dangers as well as consent I don't think that schools teach consent enough I don't think that girls know that it's okay to say no. I don't think that it's, I don't think uh, boys as well know if you don't want to do it, you can say no Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And it stops the second Mm -hmm. you say no. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you are, if you are in the middle of having sex and you say no, that Mm -hmm. stops immediately. And if it doesn't, that's great. And I feel like there is such a gap there that people especially teenagers and young adults, they don't seem to, they're like, okay, well, I'm in it, so I have to continue doing it. No, girl, no guy. If you don't want to do it, say no and Mm -hmm. stop it. Don't do it if you Mm -hmm. don't want to do it. It doesn't matter. I agree with you. That the power of the word no, a lot of people do not realize how much power that word has. Exactly. As well as I, I would like to include that each each ring of trafficking is different. Like there are so many rings across the United States. What went on in my ring may not happen to someone else. Um, but it goes to say that my story has happened to other victims who are from Middle Tennessee, and there are more girls out there who are now struggling with the fact that they are not able to say no because they were never taught that it's okay. I mean, this blows my mind to think that a family member, I mean, cause you're right. I always had, had, had a perception which, which clearly is a false perception that, you know, it was some strange random person in a, 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 uh, heavily tinted all black van who would come and abduct a young lady or a young man and then they're auctioned off if you will um mm-hmm. I, I just damn like as I close my eyes right now real 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 talk I'm just I, I, I am blown away to think that someone in your family could be such a, a, a piece of shit and, and, and do that without any type of 
any type of uh, uh, recourse at all. Like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, that shit is... Yeah, it's like, okay, I have $2 million now, so so I'm good. I don't I don't care about this person anymore. Like, I was just a, I was just a number sign. And it sucks. It sucks that, that that is all that I was to the people who adopted me. Was, I was just, and I truly believe that they only adopted me so they could make money off of me. I really do. Because this didn't happen to their biological children. Sick. And, you know, my trauma is is to the point now where I can't work because I get mm-hmm. flashbacks. I get mm-hmm. panic attacks. I am angry. So, it, so I cave myself in and I stay mm-hmm. inside. I and it sucks that my life is ruined because someone decided to to make me an object. And that's what I was for 18 years of my life. Was I was an object. And... Mm-hmm. See... I, I, I never saw my... I never saw myself as... And I hate to say this because it's... It, I'm so wrong. I never saw myself as a human <clears throat> during all. I saw myself as I just I just made myself a punching bag and that's what <clears throat> I told myself. It'll end one day. You're just a punching bag. It'll end one day. And and the truth is is it didn't even end after I got married. Like and that's that's the that's the funny thing is I got married and within two weeks of being married, my husband was in the army <clears throat> at the time. He was shipped off for training. And my dad got mad at me and he threw me down the stairs. And um, I ended up with a very bad concussion and a lot of other issues because of that. But it took me that long to see that, it took me until that, until that moment where it was three weeks in, I didn't tell my husband what was going on. And I, I called him one night and I was like, you have got to get me out of here. Cause we were going to wait for, to get me out of the house and to move in and everything like that until after. And within 24 hours, he had me out. And it just show, it just goes to show like how distorted your thinking is after it happened. And it's just, it, it is, it's just sad. It's really sad to think that, I guess in a way it's sad to think that I'm raising children right now with and I didn't have a childhood so it's like I'm living vicariously for them no of course I mean of course definitely and like you know I I celebrate the little things like I celebrate my two-year-old brushing his teeth because I never got to do that as a kid like that was one thing I was never allowed to do was brush my teeth or or comb my hair or anything like that like the little things that my kids get to do is and and have the ability and the independence to do that i look at that and i grieve i grieve some of that stuff in a way because it's like okay i didn't get to do that but i'm allowing my kids to do that and i'm giving them the normal basic necessities that should have been given to me 
So I'm going to do, I'm going to try three times harder. And I'm going to push myself to make sure that my kids have a better life. Yes. But it. No, no I, I, I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm to me, you're like, you're so brave, like, and, and, and so strong. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, being in, 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 in a ring or a camp with other young men, you know, because if, if I'm putting myself in that type of scenario, um, I mean, the amount of strength you have to have to tell yourself, man, this shit's going to pass. Um, it is what it is. Uh, you know, the mental strength behind that is it's hard not to cuss, you know, and be like, damn, I mean. Yeah, it's easy to be like, fuck this shit, fuck this. I'm just, I'm done. I'm just right. not going to do it. And I've had those moments where, I mean, I'll be honest, I have attempted to commit mm. suicide multiple mm. times in my life. And there was always, and not, there was always something, I don't know if it was God, I don't know what it was. It was always something out there saying, no, you have to hold on. You have to hold on. And that's what got me through. Was the fact that I created this, this to get me through what I had gone through, I created this image in my head of one day having a family, one day having a black lab, which I have, one day having this grand, this grand life that I now am able to give someone else. And that's what got me through. Just you just have in a situation like that, it is so hard at times to stay positive. Mm -hmm. But positivity is the only thing that's going to get you through something so awful. Because without positivity, you're just and without looking forward to the future and without being hopeful, there's not going to be anything that makes you want to move forward. And I'll say some days are better Mm -hmm. than others. Mm -hmm. Still, still, I still have days where I am very negative. I'm very mad Mm -hmm. at the world. I take it out on my husband because I had a flashback earlier in the day. And he's asking me to take if I did the dishes and I didn't do it because I had a flashback during it. And it just sets Mm -hmm. me off. And it's just like, just don't talk talk to me. Mm -hmm. Don't bug me. But then I take a step back and I'm just like, okay, it's not his fault. It is what it is. It was just a flashback. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> At least you have taken. I don't like to always call things trauma, so I like to see that the past experiences. You've you've taken those and turned it around. Um. And I mean, that is so amazing because some people don't really, people allow it to spiral them like extremely beyond out of control rather than getting a grasp on their life and and fucking moving forward, man. You know, like you said, being positive, finding positivity. You know, if you, I always like to tell people when they ask me, you know, how are you doing today? I'm like, shit, bro, I'm great. 
I cannot complain because I got to wake up this morning and I know someone did not. And people look at me, people look at me and they're like, fuck, you're Mr. Fucking Cheerful. I'm like, yeah, shit, man. You know, I've been shot, you know, fucking twice in my back when I was back home in Chicago and still have a bullet near my, my, my right side of my neck. And it's like, you know, I appreciate every time I get to wake up because life is not guaranteed. Both my parents transitioned into the spirit world young. 46 was my old man, 51 was my mom. No one's promised tomorrow. So why the hell am I going am I going to complain that God gave me breath to wake up and spread, you know, uh, a, a positive word of encouragement for someone to to keep pushing forward, you know, keep persevering. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's something that very it's something that a lot of people don't have mm-hmm. that mentality and it it's, it's so it's so easy to be down. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be better, but you're not helping yourself and you're not helping anyone else around mm-hmm. you. By being bitter and by being angry, just be thankful that you, that you're up and and on days that's really hard for me is it's like I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm, I get to make breakfast and I'm not eating a banana. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm not eating a banana. For real. <laughs> no, uh, and at least you can honestly chuckle about it and, 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 and believe me, I'm not, you know, I, cause, cause I get it. So I'm chuckling along with you cause I do get it because that, that, that's a, that's a very candid outlook on it you know like yo this 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 could be a lot worse and uh you know mm-hmm. i could uh like you just said i could be eating fucking a banana peel like yeah i use i use humor as my coping like, me- mechanism so you're good no, I'm, I'm the same way you know people look at me like damn that's that's rather harsh i'm like i mean what am i what else am i supposed to do like i mean if I, if I can't exactly. make light of a situation that happened many moons ago you know like it's shit you know i mean you have to i mean i, I love making fun of my past childhood trauma the way my mom would like grind her teeth and like talk underneath her breath i'm, I'm gonna fuck your ass up if you keep acting up you know that you know you have one more goddamn time to move i'm gonna fuck your this is like pinching you very hard and like don't you don't you ooh I swear fucking yep the grab of the ear Jesus like I'm I'm being tortured and shit shut up (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) you know I mean you know so to me it's like I have to make I have to make fun of that shit because I mean, though, yeah, in that situation as a child, it, it wasn't fun. And I'm like looking at people around me for for help. And they're looking at me like, hey, you on your own. Sorry. Yep. Your mom looks like she will fuck you up and me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ho- ho- hope to see you all next week when you come back shopping again for groceries. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We'll know that you've made it, young lad. Other, other than that, you on your own, shit. So, you know, and I mean, you have to make fun of that because it's not like we had a choice um, for what we we went through. Um, you know, and I'm not going to 
speak about my childhood trauma because this episode is not about me. Um, but I think that all of us who have gone through childhood trauma, humor really is like your 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 form of escapism and also a way coping mm-hmm. mechanism as well to you know to acknowledge it and say you know hell this shit ain't going nowhere but you know I, I have a grasp on it um, and if I can if I can laugh about it then you know by all means that's my way of healing um, because you know. I don't want to look back at my past and feel like, you know, I, I, I hate everything due to my past like that. You know, that that shit gets old and very tiring. And that's not that it's not a healthy life. It really isn't. No, it's not. And it's very draining. Yeah. It's like you're still in that mm-hmm. trauma and it's like you're not even there. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, I, it's sad. And, I, 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 again, I really applaud how you have turned um, turned it all around in your favor, you know, and for the benefit of your your babies too, you know. Um, yeah, they they are what hold that they are what hold me together. I will say, they uh, they are as well as my fur baby Tonka, um, <laughs> but. He 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 definitely was our firstborn, as I like yeah, to call no, him. Yeah, no, I got a canine son, so I understand. Yeah, trust me, spoiled. Yes, that is how this mm. one is. But no, like my kids have gotten me through through it, and like some days, I think every parent does this. Some days they're just like, I, why did I have kids? Mm-hmm. But then like you look at them and you're just like, well, this is why I yep. had them. <laughs> Because they're doing something so stupid, it, it just it makes Especially your day. When you're like, "Yep, that was that was me when I was I was your age," you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there I am. You know, a, a fun fighter. Like, like a thousand times, I fill up cups with juice and water a day. Like that gets on my nerves, but it's like, okay, at least mm-hmm. I have this. No, I mean, <laughs> seriously, like. It, it, this you do have a fairy tale your fairy tale not not a fairy tale but your fairy tale like no one could take that from you you know like yeah I think a lot of people especially victims of sex trafficking as well as child abuse and mm-hmm. neglect they don't it, from my experience at least from what I've seen and from what I've witnessed is they don't have what I have because people don't understand it and people don't understand that some days you just aren't going to have a good day mm-hmm. and you and their spouses just they can't mm-hmm. handle it and I am very very lucky I'm very very blessed to have such an amazing man who supports me and is willing to do whatever it takes to improve my mm-hmm. mental health when his mental health could mm-hmm. be suffering because of it that's, that's real. Like, mm-hmm. some days, some days I am, some days I treat him, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, like mm-hmm. shit, because I, I am angry. I'm mad at the world because of what has happened to me, but he still puts mm-hmm. up with it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that is all mm-hmm. that matters is that you have someone to put up with your mm-hmm. bullshit, even when you're acting like a complete and utter psycho mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> say that for the say that for the fans in the back. 
because that is real. <laughs> like, that is real. It's it's not always it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's not always roses and mm-hmm. chocolate. It's real. Mm-hmm. It is it is hard to be in a relationship with someone who hasn't experienced the trauma mm-hmm. that you have. But as well as dealing with your they're dealing with your trauma just like you're mm-hmm. dealing with it. And you brought them into your craziness. <laughs> And it's just like, okay, it could be so easy for them to mm-hmm. walk out. I know for me and my husband personally, we've had conversations about mm-hmm. splitting up, but we never do it mm-hmm. because we love each other and we see that, okay, it was just mm-hmm. a moment. It was a trauma mm-hmm. moment. It wasn't anything, it wasn't anything about our relationship. It wasn't anything about it. It was just Katie snapped because she had a flashback and I talked to her before mm-hmm. she was ready. <laughs> And that's yeah, okay. Yeah. No, seriously, yeah. <laughs> and but no marriage is perfect, and it's even harder when you come from a background mm-hmm. as traumatic as mine has been, or anyone who has been through childhood mm-hmm. trauma, because you're, you're trying to dictate the world through this this small little lens of, okay, can mm-hmm. I trust you? Can mm-hmm. I not trust? You? Can I do this? Can I mm-hmm. do this? Well, what can I do? Da 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 da. Like, how do you? And I question this sometimes: is how do you have a relationship with someone when you're not even strong enough for yourself? So how can you be strong for that for your person in the relationship yeah. that you're with? Like, and it's just it's something that comes with it. Something that mm-hmm. takes time, and it's something that you have to dig down really, really deep and know that your love for that person is is so much stronger than what is going mm-hmm. on and that's mm-hmm. okay it's okay to have bad days it's okay to do it but all that matters is that you guys get up in the morning and you guys still you're still mm-hmm. kicking like yeah we may have an argument and we may bring it up like six months later <laughs> like do you remember when you did this and this and during an argument like no, I don't remember because we fight so much <laughs> over the stupidest things. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I swear, we fight over the dumbest things. And it's the, it's the, and I swear we just fight because it's the principle of it at times. <laughs> like, we don't even know what we're fighting about half the time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but again, that adds spice to it all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the it's the um it's the makeup sex that makes it <laughs> in a way. You're, you all are like plotting and, and, and purposely causing uh little hiccups. I mean at times, yeah, I feel like that. <laughs> oh shit, man, I love Me it. Me in particular. I love it. I love it. Like it, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm I'm like, you've really uh, <laughs> you really made my day with this 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 conversation because I swear, like, you see, you didn't pull all put all this out there on Facebook, so I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like, you know, like I really I I really applaud how you have have. I mean, you have you have exactly what you dreamed of, um, mm-hmm. because you did all the work, and you're still and you're still doing yeah. the work. 
you know? Yeah, it's going to be something that I will continue doing. I mean, I'm in therapy twice a week. I, I'm on antidepressants. I'm on PTSD medicine. Like, you know, I'm doing the steps to improve my life so I can give my husband the best wife that he could possibly have, as well as give my kids the best mother they could have, as well as give me the best life that I could ever possibly imagine for myself. And at times it's hard to separate yourself from why, and this is one of my issues with me going into treatment earlier this year was how do I separate wife and mom and just be Katie mm. and, and truly being and just truly making time for myself to get better has shown me that it's okay to, to be a little bit mm-hmm. selfish. So to other mamas out there who are like, well, I'm struggling with this, this, and this, but I have a family. I have work. I have this responsibility. I have this. Take time and figure out how to make yourself Mm -hmm. better. Because you're not ever going to be the best for for your partner or your kids or your job or whatever it is, whatever it may be until you get to the root of that issue and you start fixing it and you start taking time for yourself even if that just means you take a shower every day or you go for a run do something for yourself that makes you feel good about yourself and that goes for everyone self-care is so heck important yeah. and heck yeah it's just yeah you know heck yeah like you have to you only people think it's 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 narc- narcissistic to say well you know shit i'm I'm worried about me first. Like, yo, that, that's not bad. Like, if you're not worried, worried, pardon me, about yourself first, then, like, what do you, <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, come on. Like, come on. Like, like, you know, people have to be real. Like, yeah, you, you should be concerned about you so you can still be around and be healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, to certainly give off that type of vibration to those around you, those you love. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, like people, I don't know, people, people don't really understand that, but I'm like, you know, when you, when you get it, you get it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you, you, when and when you take time for yourself, mm-hmm. like you're able to provide your, whoever you need or your job or whatever, with the best you possible when you just take even 15 minutes out of your day just to do something that mm-hmm. you enjoy and and people just don't seem to understand that they're just like it's selfish and I, me included i used to think it was selfish for me to during nap time read a book or during nap time watch my tv show because it was like no i need to clean i need to cook i need to do this, this and this but no it's okay for me to take an hour to do what Heck i want yeah. to do and yeah. that's okay you deserve it <laughs> shit you deserve it like that's that's your time so hell yeah like mm-hmm. you deserve that and and you know i'm yeah. glad you did say that for for a lot of moms out there listening like heck yeah like like you all are the alpha and the omega you deserve some damn me time take it embrace mm-hmm. it yeah stop running a- away from it <laughs> you know shit cuz believe me us men we that quote unquote the man cave, you know, we we will definitely find some some me time, you know, shit. We go yep. fast. And baby, you got the kids? All right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're gone. You yep. know? So <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that because heck yeah. Moms need like, you know, shit. 
you take care of the kids, baby. I'm, you know, I'm gonna go hide out, hide out in in, in my in mama's woman cave or whatever the heck you know, as cheesy as that may sound, yep. but you know, like do like, it. Like for me, for me personally, like my me time was like me going to the grocery store, and when I told my therapist that, she was like, "That is not you time." <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, she's right though. (laughs) Like, I was like, yeah, okay, you're right. That's not me time. That is me doing a chore that he's done for the house. (laughs) So, so now, so now I leave my kids with, now I leave my Mm -hmm. husband with the kids, and I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, but I'm also gonna stop at Starbucks on my way home, and then drive around for a good Mm ten, fifteen minutes, and just just take Mm -hmm. a moment to myself. Okay. No, seriously. It feels great, you know, like <laughs> shit. You need that. It's a release. You need that. Yeah. Like Exactly. Uh, Miss Katie, it's been an honor. It really has. I gotta have you on here again. I definitely do. For sure, I definitely. definitely do. Um, in case you want to give any type of I call it call it vitals, you know, like your 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 social media or anything else, if you want to. If not, hey, no biggie. Um Yeah. You guys can find me on Facebook. Um, my name is Katie Holbert, H-U-L-B-E-R-T on there. Um, so yeah, you guys can definitely search me up and find me. If anyone needs to ever talk to someone or you are a survivor of sex trafficking or even child abuse as a kid and just need someone to reach out to and talk to, my door's open and I would love to have that ability to talk to someone who needs it. I'm glad you said that because that is very important. Um, you know, I don't want people to feel like they can only listen to this episode and like, that's it. I can only, no, like, I'm glad you said that because that really is the, is it, I, I guess the importance of this episode is, is that, you know, Hey, she can still be able to be reached. She can still uh, be a voice to help someone, you know, out of, out of the scene. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. No, I I am honored. Um, I'll send you uh, a copy of the um, of the episode and. Perfect. I'm Sounds like, great. I'm still like <laughs> over here, like damn. When, when I play this back, I'm, I'm I swear I'm gonna be like, oh my gosh, like I, I just <laughs> it, it amazes me, you know, like how. Uh, like men are fucking assholes but that's a whole nother episode <laughs> yes <laughs> it is it is you have a wonderful night and like i said i'll definitely get you a copy of the of the episode and uh thank you so so much i really appreciate you you are welcome have a great you guys have a great night you too yes ma'am thank you bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye